With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, February 19th. 2022. I'm your host Andy Vaughn and with me as always is Gordo. Hello. How are we G-Man? Pretty good, pretty good. Good good week last week. Uh, exciting guest and an exciting new guest this week as well. So uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll fill you in on that later. But uh, yeah, good week, good week. Talking of uh, guests, welcome back our guest of last week, Connor Mack. How are you doing Connor? All right, good guys. How are you? Yeah, grand mate, grand. And Gordon's right. It was a really good week last week. So let's delve straight in about it and, and give a give a quick recap. I'll go first to get the, the worst bit of my week out of the way. And this was a banker loss for me with Torino against Venezia. They lost 2-1 in a game that they looked incredible for the first 20 minutes. They went a goal up after five minutes. And I, watch, I was watching the game. And for the first 20 minutes, they looked unbelievable. I was like, this is going to be paid out soon with a 2-0 two, two lead. Conceded a goal. Then forgot how to play football. Halftime, a minute after they came out for halftime, they were 2-1 down. And then, and then, you know, they were under pressure because they needed a win to keep up um, the, the teams at the top of the table. They threw the bag at it for the last sort of 15 minutes or so, but it was never enough. It was a horrible disallowed goal. The officials were all over the place. It was a VAR decision that took like six minutes. The clock went 103 minutes and there wasn't a serious injury in the game. It was just, it was just, it was just farcical. Um, so yes, end result is my banker lost, and it was very upset. I mean, yeah, it, it, your banker. It was, it was more frustrating actually because they brought on um, Belotti, Belotti, and he, and he scored, and then they chopped it. But they also like then. It, they just started killing the game. Like it, it was you, at, at the point Belotti's goal chopped off. They just went. Started- nah. They started killing the game from about 70 minutes. Yeah. Just so many people lying down. And yeah, it was it was nonsense. Uh, frustrating. Frustrating. But on the other side of bankers, I had a nice and comfortable one, which was uh, Liverpool. Uh, a 1-0 win. <laughs> it was anything but comfortable. Um, they were off at 1-3, which actually ended up in the same price as my fucking value, which came right in. Um, and yeah, Liverpool, I mean, at tonight, We've got a much tougher game. Burnley had given a few good games to um, Man United and, and some other teams recently. So I was a bit, I think the game, I think Man United played on the Wednesday and we recorded last Tuesday um, and Burnley looked all right. And, um, you know, if Weghorst could stay on side, we'd have, we'd have done something better. Well, we would have, for the coupon, for the podcast, it would have been terrible. Um, but, you know, for uh, Burnley, it was great. Because, uh, yeah, they, they fucked it for us. Fantastic. Um, so Liverpool won that game relatively comfortably with 1-0 and uh, it led on to Connors Banker. Uh, yeah, so I was in, in Germany um, and I had Leverkusen at home to beat Stuttgart. Um, they got massively punted into 3-10 to 10 just before they went off. Uh, so I, I, felt a bit, I felt more confident in that. Uh, they went 1-0 up uh, quite late in the first half. They had, th- they had two goals ruled out in the first half. They should have killed the game, really. Um Second half, Stuttgart scored after two minutes, and I thought, here we go. <laughs> this is this is either going to end one one or two on Stuttgart. Uh, but Leverkusen scored two very quick goals in the second half, and if you're using bet three six five, that paid out quite quite nicely. Game tick. <laughs> That's what Dave would say. He'd be happy with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know he's done. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Stuttgart scored to make it three two with five minutes to go, and it was a bit squeaky, but. Uh, Patrick Schick, my main man, scored an injury time to make it four two. So yeah, nice, nice banker winner for me. Decent end there. Two out of three. Yeah. <clears throat> Decent. Onto the onto the value picks. This is where everything for the rest of the week went well for me. Um, so 
my value is quite a late one. Monday at 8 p.m., I took the, the Sky Sports game in the English Championship, West Brom versus Blackburn, and just basically bet that West Brom weren't going to win this match. So, in a way, win or draw was just under even money at 10 to 11. The game ended 0 0. It was, it was pretty comfortable. So, nice even money value pick in. The game, the, yeah, the game went exactly as we said it was going to go, didn't we? Literally. Yeah. We literally yeah, said, Steve, yeah, Steve Bruce would play. He, he would set them up to not concede. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Blackburn first half were really good. And then yeah. it just kind of, it looked like it was going to be a draw in the second half. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a great pick. It's a great pick. That's where my week started to go poorly. It does pick up at the end, thankfully. But um, Union SG versus St. Troyden. Uh, Union SG, top of the Belgian league versus 12th place St. Troyden. They shortened from when I had them about seven to ten to one to three. three to five, three to five, six. To it was already it was already a shite bag value pick. It was already it was already short. <laughs> I thought it was great value. It was not. Oh, they did. I was so bad. They they just so Troyden. I watched the whole game on Bet Three Six Five Tiny Window Player as well. It's even worse. So like you're just it's like this size. And you're watching it and it's just like. So it was, the pitch was absolutely sodden. Uh, Union SG missed a penalty after going 1-0 down in like the 92nd minute and I'd re-backed them. Double chance. Uh, it was just shite. It was maybe the worst. Like, and I know that it killed Connors sixfold, which was, I think, all the values and all the charities, uh, which was even worse because it was the it was definitely the lowest priced pick in that as well. Yeah, so, by, a con- by a considerable, by a considerable margin. margin. Yeah, it was not good, but... Uh, was so annoyed at them as well. Um, I mean, if if they went off at the same price again, I'd still take them probably as a banker next time. Um, but I, it, I was so annoyed at it. Watching it on the tiny screen made it worse. I don't know why. I think a bigger screen would have been fine because I could have seen more of the pitch. But I just seen those fucking yellow wee pricks diving about for like forty minutes of the game, <laughs> and then yeah, and then the penalty miss. Ah. Oh, the penalty, um, yeah. Anyway, not a good value pick. We'll be back. I've got a much better one for this week. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make Gordo slightly happier. Here, but it's the the sixfold died on Saturday. So oh, did it? Sorry, worry. I yeah. thought it was just the thing. Oh. no. I, so my value didn't come in. It was the only blemish of my weekend, and it was actually my bet of the year. I said it was the bet of the year. It was QPR away to Barnsley, who are rubbish. Uh, and I've been burnt by this before, back in a team, bottom of the league, against a team doing really well. And Barnsley won 1-0. They hadn't scored in five games. They conceded two or more in the last 10. And Barnsley bad QPR. They could have won three or four nil. And yeah, even money. I should I should, I should, should notice, when, when, when QPR are even money away to Barnsley, when it's such a good price, I should just leave it alone. But What's yeah. the catch, huh? Like, yeah, what's the, what's the catch? Got- Hang on yeah. here. What's the catch? What's the catch? You know, they they bought in, like I said, Porian Espargi, who hadn't won a game in since he'd arrived. And it, I, I should have noticed the signs in midweek. They played all right in midweek. Uh, and then, yeah, they were at home to QPR, beating 1-0. And subsequently, QPR lost again last night as well to Millwall, who were struggling as well. So their playoff form is kind of faltering at the moment. But yeah, it's the only blemish from my weekend. Uh, even money down the drain. Feel better now, even though you lost. <laughs> we then run into quite a quite a good time from here on out. Um, going into the outsider picks, the Japanese football season is back. I am delighted with this. We've got game week one of the Japanese J League happening this weekend, but last weekend was the Super Cup, essentially the charity shield where the league winners play the Emperor's Cup winners. Kawasaki Frontail versus Urawa, and this was my outsider pick, a win for the Urawa Red Diamonds. At the big odds of 7-2 um, against a heavy favourited Kawasaki Frontail team, and they obliged and won 2-0. So I'm very happy with finding such a comfortable outsider at 3.5-1. Um, that was that was lovely. To I didn't watch the game. I woke up on Saturday morning, Saturday morning to find out the result. Um, and then how do we skip back through the highlights? There's going to be a lot of Japanese football in their J-League YouTube channel, um, free to air in the UK, so you can catch up on all the highlights. And this, and Uruwa looked good. They had more They had more shots um, and were deserved 2-0 winners. So, yeah, but, I mean, really happy with that. For anyone who doesn't hasn't is maybe a, a slightly newer listener or something, uh, or, or, or hasn't been around for a couple of years, 
basically Andy hibernates between about November and now, right? His picks are shite. Like, <laughs> comes in, so, that's so and unfair. He and he just, he moans about the weather. He can't go out and play golf. He fucking hates it, right? The darts is the only thing that cheers him up for like three There's months. no baseball. There's no baseball. <laughs> like saying, and he's just talking about all the sports he doesn't like. And then February comes around, right? And it starts to get a little bit sunnier. And the J League comes back and the Danes defrost our fucking football <laughs> league for a little while and everything just returned. And his and his like if you looked at his performance throughout the thing, it's like Christmas is just pointless. Like don't be anywhere near him at Christmas. It's just so unfair. I, I got say, the I say, World I say, Seniors Darts winner. You did, but that's Huge I gave you price. credit for that. That was that was the defrosting. That was the brief <laughs> defrosting for Christmas. But you just see him like yeah. his picks just go through the roof. Like it, it, it's midsection, with the exception of this week, because it's the first league of the G. You'll be it, like next week, you'll be like, yeah, I've actually got five uh, correct pick scores to predict in the J League uh, over the middle section. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, sorry, Connor, there you go. No, it's not even that. I'm more annoyed at the fact that he goes last week. He goes, yeah, we're going to be up, we're going to watch it, and I've just heard him go, I didn't even wake up for it. I didn't even wake up for it. Yeah, it was four thirty-five in the morning. And uh, yeah, I was I was thinking about it, but I also knew I'd be watching the Super Bowl, and I just couldn't afford to be that out of whack. <laughs> yeah, so watch the highlights. Solid two 0 win, seventy two outsider. Love it. My outsider was not good. This was uh, Dunkirk versus Roday. Um, it was a two 0 win. I back to draw. So uh, if you're hearing two 0 at any point, you back to draw is not going to be great. Uh, Dunkirk and Roday kind of broke up their draw streak they'd been having last two games they'd played. The Kirk at two first half goals. Rode mustered a bit more of a, a game of it. You know, they had more shots on target. They doubled the amount of shots in goal. But when you're 2-0, uh, oh, you're 2-0 down, you're going to because you're chasing the game. Um, so, I, you know, I, I'm disappointed in that one. But <laughs> see, again, this game was played this week. I'd still back it as a draw, even with that knowledge. It just... I bloody wouldn't. I'd yeah. back a Dunkirk win. You'd back, it to, you'd back it to care again at, at, at the decent and I'd get the outsider trebling and I'd yeah. collect my £400 you would so as Andy has alluded to Connor you're outsider uh, yeah so I, I, I stuck to something I know quite well uh, I said if it's not broke don't fix it so I backed against Bradford again uh, and it was, it was a weird one this one because when I suggested it Exeter were 5-2 to two, and on the day they went off at 15-8 to favourites yeah yeah. Um, so, yeah, the game finished 1-0 to Exeter. They scored 42nd minute. They battered Bradford first half. They had 14 shots on goal to Bradford's five. Uh, and then second half was a little bit boring. They had a chance right at the end, Bradford, to nick it, cleared off the line. Um, but, yeah, and since then, Derek Adams has now been sacked from Bradford, uh, mm. which I predicted three weeks ago. So, you did. You um, oh, you should have taken him at like 1-7 for the next match <laughs> to get sacked. <laughs> Uh, so actually, in saying that, if he was still in charge, my pick was going to be backing against Bradford again this week. But now I can't. So uh, yeah, no. Uh, so I'm claiming five to two. I'm not taking fifteen to eight. So the time you thought it was five to two. Exeter, though, what a team! I don't know if you saw their game last night. They went two 0 down. Yeah, three really one early down. against Harrogate. Yeah. Three one down, mm. and then one four three. Yes, the 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 mad the mad that's it mad. Yeah, I was, and that whole I, league's mad. <laughs> I, I was running Bolton doing that last night to bring a coupon in for me, and uh, they were three 0 down within seventeen minutes. Everything else <laughs> came in. I was like, great, this is oh, Dave, Dave, the Bolton. <laughs> Dave. No, um, but yeah, cash out those Bolton season long bets. Yeah, <laughs> he sunk single handedly, sunk Bolton. Um, no, it's that's a great pick, Connor, and uh, yeah. Two as comfortable outsiders. as a one a one nil could be. Yeah. It was so comfortable I'd even forgot about it. So on the day I completely forgot about Backy Exeter as an outsider. And I saw the went one nil up and completely forgot after that. The check yeah. the full time it was one nil. I was like, oh sweet, okay. Yeah, that's it. Nice. <laughs> Ideal. Getting two of them in. Uh, is, is always very good. I always back the outsiders as a trick because they only need two of them uh, to return quite a decent profit. So that was that was lovely. And then on to the charity picks uh, where a pick from each of us, tenor of our own money on the treble. And if we get a result, all the returns go to charity. I started this off um, on Friday evening, trying to get a nice early game in with Rostock versus Bremen. 
backing Bremen at even money and they won 2-1, although they were 2-0 up at one point, so the game had paid out early. So that was a good start. I was the last to go, so I'll let Connor go next because I think we should do it in, in, in chronological order. Yeah, so I, I was Friday night as well and I was in Belgium. Uh, I had Antwerp away to rock bottom Sarang. Um, uh, and this game got talked about quite a lot on the group chat because after 25 minutes, Antwerp had battered them. I think they'd had like six shots on target, 48 dangerous attacks to four. Not sure how they went one up. I think Joey was a bit annoyed, more annoyed than I was that they weren't ahead after 20 minutes. Um, it finished nil nil at half time, and then uh, former Aston Villa player Samata got sent off in the 64th minute. Um, and we all thought, oh no. I don't really want. I don't want to be that guy that kills the cherry. I, I don't want to be. They should have Friday night. Yeah, I don't want to be Gorda. I don't yeah, want to kill the cherry. That's me. That's my intention <laughs> right there. Um, and but God must have been listening to me because in the ninety-second minute, Antwerp scored through an own goal. So ten uh, man Antwerp getting ten own man Antwerp. Yeah, and it, it was yeah, even worse to see it. They'd even called like nine minutes of injury time out of nowhere as well. So I was like, hanging to, to hold on for the next five minutes. Thinking, surely rock bottom aren't going to score. Surely, I love that. Uh, I love that. You score. You scored in the ninety second minute, and your first thought is, you scored too early. You scored too early. Yeah, no, but I, I'm happy with that. Uh, and they were a great price. So they were they were four to five. So uh, all, yeah, ten to know. eleven they were on the on the slip because uh, I yeah. it this week. So tremendous. We've got two picks around evens. Wonderful, and that all rolled on. We had a bit of a wait. Um, so I think Gordon's game was on Sunday and both ours were in on Friday. So it all it all hung on this. Yeah, so quarter to eight on Sunday night, it was Mets versus Marseille. And Marseille started uh, started all right. They played basically the Torino first 20 minutes and the, they, they, they went up 1-0 and then decided they didn't weren't interested in playing football. Like they went up yeah. 1-0 and they were like, yeah, just calve the ball, run it as... And Mets obliged and went up and scored in the 58th minute and they were good for it and they were good for getting a next goal as well. Um, then Marseille decided to take it a bit more seriously. Brought on Cengiz Under, Said Klasinac and Anders Milik, which is a great set of players to be able to bring on. Um, and Anders Milik scored, assisted by Said Klasinac, a brilliant overhead kick uh, to win this game 2-1 and to bring the charity bet in. Um there was also about six minutes uh, added time in this one. I got to watch it on a big screen though, so that was fine. <laughs> um, and yeah, the charity bet came in, so I believe it was like fifty fifty four pounds or something. And Andy, yeah, put it so on, that so. was that was two weeks in a row. We've got the charity bet, and this time I placed it, so um, it returned fifty eight pounds twenty eight pence, and that went to the Thin Blue Paul Foundation, which is a charity that supports serving and retired police dogs. Lovely. So there we go. Hopefully, they've got them some. Bonios or some toys yeah. or something. You know, you know what I didn't realise about the Marseille game, Gordo, is I watched it like you did and didn't realise that Cedric Bambaku played for them. Yeah, he, he just came in from Beijing Guan. A, a player right. I yeah. absolutely, absolutely despise Cedric Bambaku as well yeah. because he rinsed Liverpool uh, in the 16-17 uh, Europa League either semi-final of... He was just... He just made us look so shit and we were at the time. Um, <laughs> but he's came back from China and, and uh, he, he's Not made really. his money clearly. <laughs> yeah. um, Overall, gents, good very week. good week. Eight out of Great 12. Um, three, three out of four for myself and Connor and two out of four for Gordo. Good picks and the charity bet in. I'd take that every week. That was uh, wonderful work. So we'll try and do the same after the ad break. Uh, just a reminder that we have a Patreon channel, www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet, or download the Patreon app and search trample bet podcast. For £6 a month, you can join the trample bet club and you get access to all sorts of stuff. You get this podcast as a video file as soon as we release it. Um, so we're recording this on Tuesday evening. You also get, instead of the advert in the middle, a middle section where we shoot the breeze about various picks we think coming up at the weekend that didn't make the show or just other things we like from other sports. There's all there's an extra content section in there in the, in the video podcast. Also, you get a cheat sheet, all the picks written down every week um, in a handy JPEG format. You can just pull up on your mobile phone. Really helpful, really handy, so you don't have to sit and take notes. And you also get extra content podcasts. Um, now would be a good time to sign up as Cheltenham happens in March. And we are planning our usual calendar of four or five extra shows across that week, um, specifically dedicated to the horse racing. So come and Patreon and join us and we shall see you 
after the break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. And before we get on to this week's picks, let's introduce our guest for this week, someone that you all know very well, Connor Mack. How are you doing, Connor? <laughs> I'm good. I've taken a little break and I've just come back. So it's, it's not you, bad. Like, see what we did there. <laughs> Ready Connor, for it. Connor's doing a double shift um, because he did so well last week. So we're rolling over into this week. So it's the same team as last week, hoping for similar results. Um, so we shall start, as always, with the banker bets, something that we think um, should be on most of our coupons because it was almost guaranteed. I did this last week with Torino and it ended up costing me a small fortune because they were on absolutely everything that I'd bet and uh, everything else came in apart from that. So hoping hoping for better results this week in the German Bundesliga's Vi. So the second tier of German football, Saturday at 12.30, Bremen versus Ingolstadt. And I'm going to take a home win for Bremen at odds of 4-11. to 11. So Bremen won in my charity slot last week, upgrading them to banker material this week because they're playing the bottom team in the league at home. Bremen joint top of the Bundesliga 2 now on 41 points alongside St. Pauli. And this is a game they'll be desperate to win. This is a, this is a chance for them to really cement being at the top of the table. They're the most informed team in the league. Perfect 15 points from the last five matches. And they're playing an Ingolstadt team that are really struggling. Bottom of the table in 14 points. They're the worst team away from home in the division. Only seven points taken on the road this season. Bremen won this season's meeting away at Ingolstadt 3-0. So they've already beaten them this season in a harder game away from home. It's just a good spot. And odds of 4-11 just seem too big um, for an Ingolstadt team that are, that are dire and a Bremen team that are really good. Bizarrely, see if you were to look at this game and look at like previous results this season, Look at Ingolstadt. They only seem to be able to beat Nuremberg. And Nuremberg aren't bad, right? They're mid-table. But Ingolstadt this season have beaten them 7-0 in October and 5-0 two weeks ago. So I don't know why they love going to Nuremberg and winning by a combined 12-0. But they don't do that very often. This is a, this is a nailed-on Bremen win. Yeah, like like Bremen in there. Um, it was actually a pick that and we were talking about earlier on. Uh, Bremen are just... You know that way they had a little, they had a little patch, probably about September, October. They, were, they kind of faltered a bit, but now they're like, mm. we are Bundesliga quality. Let's sort this out. <laughs> like, yep. um, yeah. Speaking of Bundesliga quality, I am on Sunday with my pick, a pick I have picked so many times that uh, you know it's it's becoming. Well, it hasn't hasn't lost for me yet. Um, this is Borussia Dortmund versus Borussia Mönchengladbach battle of the Borussias here, and um, I am taking a first half goal. At two to seven, it's it's it happens all the time in, in both teams' games. Dortmund won in their last sixteen. It hasn't happened. Borussia Mönchengladbach in in their overall form, it it has happened the last ten games they've played. It, wow. Just goals in the first half happen, um, and especially with two teams that are well. Dortmund are playing midweek uh, against Rangers. I'm not sure if Mönchengladbach have got a. No, they don't have a game in, in, in that slot. So it, it means nothing for this because there'll be fucking a first half goal in the Rangers-Dortmund game as well. It just happens. Um, and yeah, so you, you'll get this at what I consider of the, the, the quite good price of, well, two to seven for a banker. Um, it'll drift in before it actually, um, you know, before the game actually kicks off. It always does. And they, they price it out accordingly. Um, but yeah, so that's my banker this week. It hasn't let me down yet. They generally are about three. I mean, Borussia Mönchengladbach conceded six in the first half in one of their games. So I'm quite content that Dortmund might, might put at least one past them. So, yeah, that's my pick. Uh, yeah, so a snap for me. We're, we're all in the same country. So uh, I'm the last of the Bank of Treble. I'll be on Sunday and I'll be in the Bundesliga as well. 
Uh, I'll be backing Leipzig away at Hertha Berlin uh, at four to seven. Um, it's no wins in six for her for now. Um, and Leipzig have won four of the last five. Uh, they're only lost coming away at Bayern last week. Uh, and they played quite well against Bayern Munich. They lost three um, two. The, the the thing with Leipzig is is they only know how to play one style of football, which is we'll just pile forward and we'll be really entertaining. We might concede goals, but we're going to score a load of goals. Um, with players like uh, Christopher and Cuckoo and Andre Silva, who you know he 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 was the top scorer of the, of the league last season, and he's moved to Leipzig, and they just tend to go all out attack. Um, and Herfer are coming off probably a one of the worst of worst losses of the season last week. Um, they lost to a very good Kreuzer first side, two uh, one, um, and, and Firf went two 0 up in, in the game as well. You know, he did on Firth. What that early they played out at uh, Hertha. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, there he is, the official mascot of Greuther yeah, Firth. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Hertha only scored with five minutes to go to make it 2-1. They weren't they weren't in the game at all. And it, it's been a downward trend for, for Hertha for quite a while. Um, the last five meetings of this fixture at the Olympic Stadion, which is Hertha's home ground, uh, have seen five wins for Leipzig. Uh, these include 3-0, 4-2, 3-0, 6-2 and 4-1. So, like I said, like Leipzig score goals. They make and see goals. Um, they've kind of turned their season around, really, because they, they got rid of Jesse Marsh, uh, who they got from the other Red Bull team, Salzburg. Um, and they weren't really winning a lot of games. And they've they've hired uh, Domenico Tedesco. Um, and he, ever since he's turned up, uh, they've, they've had six wins, one draw and two losses. One of those was to Bayern. Uh, and another one of those was to Bielefeld, which is a bit of a crazy game. They were 1-0 up. Uh, they went down to 10 men with 10 minutes to go and conceded twice in 10 minutes. Um, so, you know, he, he started to turn them around a little bit and, and they're vying for that Champions League spot because, you know, they're not going to win the league and, um, you know, it's between it's just it's just Bayern's really. Um, but, you know, they're very capable of qualifying for the Champions League spot. Um, another good thing about this pick is Leipzig have only failed to beat one of the bottom six this, so far this season which was Biederfeld, um, as I said. Um, the away form is slightly concerning for, for Leipzig, but like I said, um, Tedesco's only just come in and he's had three games so far away, which is one loss to Bayern, a draw at Augsburg and a win at Stuttgart two weeks ago. Um, they have that weird winter break in Germany as well, so you can't really judge them on that. But yeah, I, I fancy Leipzig at 4-7. It's, it's, quite, it's quite a nice price uh, away at a team who haven't won in six as well. So hopefully I can round off the bank of treble. Yeah. Nice. And if you were to back the bankers as a treble on Bet365, you would get odds of 1.5 to 1. So easy. not too bad for things that we think are, are fairly certain to come in. On to the value picks. This is where we scour the globe for something we think we've found a little bit of value in um usually they tend to be around the, the even money mark and that's where mine is on saturday morning at 5 a.m uk time in the japanese j league kyoto sanga versus the urawa red diamonds and an away win for the red diamonds is 10 to 11 just now on 365 you could probably shop around if you went to unibet you'd probably get it at evens um Uruwa put in a great performance to win the Super Cup against heavy favourites Kawasaki Frontale last week, as previously discussed. And this week, they travelled to one of the newly promoted teams to kick off this season's J-League. Uh, Kyoto finished second in the J2 table last year, and they eased themselves into promotion, drawing their last three games of the season, nil-nil. Just all of them. Just played out three nil-nil draws. Fan of that. Just to, Big fan of them. Just to, just to get them promoted. Um, Uruwa finished last season's top tier so the J-League in 6th place a very very respectable result it's obviously the, f- the first game of the season there's no, there's no form to go on here or anything but there's a distinct golfing class between these teams and they will also have very different ambitions for the season ahead and this is a game Uruwa will want to win um, and one that they're just likely to be too strong around evens is a, is a, is a great price especially as they've just gone out and beaten Kawasaki Frontale last week in a competitive game that Kawasaki cared about and were trying to win. So they've had a competitive fixture ahead of everyone else. They won it, and they should be fired up for this. Even money, Uruwa Red Diamonds. I really, really like it. I think that might be the best pick of this week. I, I hope so. It reeks of bookies have no interest in this league until people start winning money on it. 
absolutely yeah. Yeah, absolutely like seeing and like i don't know what you know july is that mid-season for this in, 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 in july this this will be like one to two yeah like, and the j the j leagues uh one of the bed three six five early payout leagues now as well since they've expanded it so were you part of that funny. petition uh or we... <laughs> it was just me <laughs> have you ever had that i've had that before but i've had to um get in touch with like william hill or something and go you've not priced this game up and clearly no one else has cared or noticed like they've got four or five of the japanese games on their site i'm like what's going on why is the saga and Tosin game not got a price against it used to be like that with league of national but they now like in, in france are now a bit a bit hotter on it um so yeah I, yeah, not not anyone caring about this league because it's on at four AM does not take away from the fact this is a fucking great pick. So pick. I think a good a good start. I uh, scoured the globe much like Andy and uh, found another Bundesliga game to talk about. <laughs> um, I am taking Leverkusen away at Mainz. Uh, you're going to get Leverkusen at eight to seven. Uh, Leverkusen historically have the, the best of this fixture, uh, winning four and drawing one of the last five times it's been played, and that's that's not. At Mainz, this is just back and forward. Uh, they've won their last four games on the spin. Uh, they beat Stuttgart four two. Lever, uh, they beat Dortmund five two. They beat Augsburg five one, and they beat München Gladbach two one. They've went on a bit of a tear of recent. Mainz are all right in the league at the moment. They're in ninth. Uh, they're ten points behind uh, Leverkusen. However, they're on a bit of a form slide. Uh, they drew with Freiburg. They did beat Hoffenheim uh, with two very late goals, but they lost to Frankfurt. They lost to Greuther Firth, which is an executable offence. Uh, and uh, they lost to VFL Bochum in there as well. There is actually no shame in, because Bayern did that the weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, they haven't been fantastic. They, they lost to Leipzig as well. And they lost to Frankfurt, um, Frankfurt in there. They haven't been very good since the start of the league where they picked up quite a lot of their points. Uh, Leverkusen I've got eyes on getting back into the well certainly not the title contention but sir, it could catch Dortmund on 46 points um, five ahead of them I think Leverkusen is a good price here this is a Friday night game uh, so this is half past seven on Friday night will be a good watch get them at eight to seven at the moment I'd imagine by the time that kicks off they'll be around even money or maybe even 10 to 11 I, I can't see it staying that way at the moment the only thing I'd say about Leverkusen is that they seem to do it against all the big teams they like playing against uh, and they haven't played a wee team in a wee while. That's the only thing that's making me a little perturbed. But apart from that, every other every other uh, kind of statistic points to this being a nice Leverkusen win. So let's just see it happen. That's a saying in Germany, isn't it? It's like Leverkusen have uh, won their last four games in a row and scored 12 goals and then someone will go, yeah, but can they do it at Mainz on a Friday night? Yeah, can they do it at a cold, wet night in Mainz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we shall find out this Friday uh, yeah so again uh, I'm going to round off things uh, in in the value section I'm Sunday at 7.45 and I'm in Italy in Serie A um, and I've I've landed on Lazio away at Udinese uh, at 5-4 to four. Um, it's, it's 10 points from Lazio's last five games season third in the in the form table they're only behind uh, Napoli and Juventus uh, as we speak, in form. They travel to Udinese, have only picked up four points from their respective five. Udinese are one of those weird teams, really. They're, they're, they're never going to qualify for Europe. They're never going to get relegated. They kind of just sit mid-table and... They just eat. exist. They just exist. In castle. that league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ud Udinese's sole purpose is just to play teams every week and supply players to Watford here. And, <laughs> now, now and again... Um, I, I love this pick for, for many reasons. Uh, you know, Lazio have the most informed striker in Europe playing for them at the moment in Chiro Immobile, who's got seven in his last seven. He also sits top of the Serie A goal scorer's leaderboard. And his record against Udinese is unreal. I don't know if you guys know it. It's, it's 12 in his last seven. Brilliant. So, as, as well as a, a five to four shot, you'll get Chiro Immobile at three to one first goal scorer and even money anytime. He just so, loves doing it. Yeah. He just loves okay. doing it. Um Lazio's last ten away games, I've only seen them lose three times. Uh and those were to both Milan's and Napoli, who are both above them in the table. Uh whereas Udinese have not been any of the top six. Uh they've lost five. Uh they've lost four and drawn one. And that draw was to Juventus right at the start of the season when Juventus weren't very good. 
uh, they had a bit of a, a slump and a they wobble. weren't really gelling. Yeah. yeah, they had a wobble. Um, only Inter Milan have scored more goals than Lazio this season. Um, and only the bottom three have conceded more than Udinese. You know, that's teams like Salatana, Genoa and Spezia. And, you know, the teams that look like they should be down there, but Udinese are conceding just as much as them. Um, and since 2011, Udinese have only won this fixture once. Mm. Um, so everything points towards Lazio and, and Lazio are chasing a top four spot as well. You know, they're quite close to catching Atalanta, who have been on a real downward slump yeah. ever since coming to Manchester United and putting in a really good performance. Uh, and, and Juventus aren't as good as they were. So, yeah, I, I like uh, Lazio and hopefully on Sunday night I can round off the value treble as well. The value treble priced up 7.7 to 1. Oh, pretty, t- pretty tasty, that, for and three picks that I, I certainly op- like the sound of. You get the opportunity to rebike at all times because they're on each different days. Different <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking as well, you could you could enhance that as well and you could have Patrick Schick and Chiram Overlay first goal score a double. The- and then I was trying to think of someone from Uroa. I cannot tell you who would be likely to score the Udawa goal one game into the season. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not go correct goal scorers in Japan just yet. Um, because tell you if someone gets on a, a small tear, Celtic will buy them. That's it, yeah. Congratulations. You have to play against fucking hearts away next week, mate. I know I know that I know that you're used to catching like fantastic stadiums around Japan, but have you thought of it going to Dingwall? What's the other one in Limited? Is it the Tony Macaroni Stadium, whatever the, it's called? Is that the, the, yeah, the that's Livingston? Yeah, yeah. The, the spaghetti hat is the is the, 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 the yeah, does one, yeah. Yeah. Pasta bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Isaka scored both goals for Udawa in their Super Bo- in their, their Super Cup game. There you go. Like so there you go. Let's play if with you, the treble. If you, if you want a goal scorer treble, that's your <laughs> shout. A two to Isaka um, for the Udawa Red Diamonds. But yeah, seven point seven to one for the value treble. On to the outsiders. This is where we were very successful last week. Um, we'll try and do the same this week. So finding something the bookies have priced up as an underdog that we actually think has a decent shot of coming in. Don't need to hit these very often to make a to make a profit. Um, so let's try and let's try and land two in a row, Connor and Gordon. You you try and get one. Um, <laughs> that came across so much harsher than I meant it. To be fair, if you if you take in if you take in the fact that I slated you for a good four minutes earlier on about your um, Christmas performance, that's fine. I'll take a little. I'll take that. I'll just get this outsider in. Andy tends to not get his bankers in because he failed to mention that he'd also back Rangers at two to seven at one point as well. <laughs> that was old news. That's a while ago. Um, you're only as good as your last result. So hopefully, hopefully next week I'm talking about a win for another outsider. Gordon has already intimated in the middle section. He fucking hates this pick. So let's see what you think about it, Connor. German Dritte Liga, so the, the third league, third tier of German football, Sunday at noon. There's only two games on in Sunday, Connor. You'll see which game I'm about to speak about <laughs> if you pull up a flash score. Havelsa versus the Würzburger Kickers. This match will be awful. Right? That's like the only guarantee oh, wow. about this. It's second, it's second bottom versus bottom of the Dritte Liga. Both teams have played 26 matches this season. Havelsa have managed 20 points. Kickers have managed 18 it's no surprise also that Havelsa obviously have a terrible home record. It's no surprise the kickers have a terrible away record. But two things stand out to me about this game. And the first is the home team here are two to one, which is crazy considering they are both as bad as each other. The second is the current form table. Havelsa have actually managed seven points from their last five games, which is massive compared to bottom of the form table Würzburger kickers who have one point from the last five games. So I'm actually taking the home team that's ahead in the table and is in form compared to the team that's bottom of the table with no form and is away from home and I'm getting two to one. I can't see why the kickers are favourite here. Just I just can't see it. Like From a purely numbers point of view, you've got to back the whole, the home team at two to one here. It's just, it's just mispriced. <laughs> it says draw because it's a draw yeah, you, think, you think everything's going to be a draw though yeah oh, these Andy, two teams this... are bad it'll definitely be a draw as if one team can't score a goal you you basically went to 
at, so I, I, I miss it, you know, as, as long-time listeners of the podcast know, me and Andy work together, right? So occasionally when we're on the phone, we'll talk about what your picks are going to be. And this pick put me in a bad mood. It was that bad. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Why is he, why is he looking at the shittest available teams? Like you could not find the worst teams. And like, see if these teams get exactly. relegated. Exactly. And one Andy, of them's two Andy to one. not find them again because they're, they go into leagues that like, you know, you break into a league, it's like, yeah, uh, Regionala, Nordost, Berlin, yeah, and they're like breaking down into like leagues. I've got no idea how the promotion structure works. These teams will disappear next season. It's oh, I, I just I would stay away from this. And you heard me talking about this earlier. I think you know, I think two to one is an overpriced for a home team, right? It's, it's an odds play. It's purely it, an odds play. Any price is overrated because no one should be looking at this game. It should quietly happen. No one remarks on it and it finishes. That's it. That's all it should. It is. It is. Oh, it's a footnote on a shit. Shit league. Well, that league's not shit, but the end of it is. You know, you know when you said you couldn't find games on certain websites. This is yeah. one of them. It should yeah. be one that you could not find. Uh, that would be oh, you can, for oh, all you of can us. Fight, oh, you can find it, and you can find a version <laughs> two to one. <laughs> oh God, it's just uh, right. It's, yeah, is Joey available next week? Yes, yeah, get him on. <laughs> he's, you know, he might only be able to communicate in Morse code because the connection is so poorly, but at least he stays away from like the worst available game of football. Um, speaking of the you worst, say, like no one, no one will be complaining when I pick a two to one winner. So. Yeah, and it's not this week. Um, <laughs> so my outsider, which will surprise no one, uh, maybe the patrons, uh, is. LR Vicenza versus Spal, and I quite fancy a draw in this game. LR Vicenza are almost the bottom team in the league. They are just above Pordenone. Spal have fallen from grace as a team that were recently in Sierra A. They're on a crap run at the moment, taking an absolute horsing from Regina and Monza in the last two weeks and drawing their three games prior to that. Um, LR Vicenza are picking up points now to try and get them out of the relegation zone. It will be a very difficult ask of them. They've taken five points from the last five. Spal are the worst form team in the league, taking three points from the last five. And I think a draw at around two to one, 19 to 10 is a good price here. So that is, I had quite good success last week with uh, some Sierra B out, uh, some Sierra B draws. Uh, I would like to follow that up by picking one correct one rather than multiple in a selection of 12. So, Connor, uh, will you take us out your outside of why I plug my laptop in before it dies? <laughs> no problem. Uh, so, uh, I'm in England for the traditional lovely kickoff time at three o'clock on Saturday. Um, I really wanted to back against Bradford uh, uh, again as my outsider, but I can't this week because they've just sat their manager. So, you know what that means new manager bounce. New so manager I've, gone away bounce. From, <laughs> I've gone away from Bradford this week uh, and I'm heading to League One. But I have a question for my two lovely hosts. Uh, here we go. What do Wickham, Portsmouth, Wigan, Ipswich, Bolton, and Sheffield Wednesday all have in common? Wigan, Portsmouth, w- Blue? No, Gordon. Um, I mean, don't ask me about the English leagues. See if it was <laughs> if it was a you know a low league Italian game. Count me in. But pass it to Dave for this one. What do they have all in common? They've all dropped points at home to my pick this week, which is MK Dons. Uh, MK Dons, uh, I'm backing at three to one away at Sunderland. Um, And this is third MK Dons away at four Sunderland. Um, You know, Sunderland are are an odds-on shot uh, at home. Sunderland have been pretty awful recently. Um, MK Dons are unbeaten in the last five away, last five away games, which includes wins over Wickham, and Portsmouth and Burton. Um, they've also only had one defeat in the last eight away league games in general. Um, strange on Sunderland. They made the really strange decision to sack Lee Johnson after being beaten 6-0 by Bolton while sitting third in the league. Yeah, it's it's a really odd one. And because You're going to get an off day now and again, eh? Yeah. yeah. Like... Um, so they, they sacked him and then went on this mad pursuit to try and persuade Roy Keane to come back, to come manage the club. But he wanted £3 million a year to manage the League One side. Uh, and since then, after failing to get Roy Keane, they've had a caretaker manager in charge for two games. And their permanent manager, Alex Neil, came in for the last game. And in those games, they've lost to bottom of the league, Doncaster. They've lost to Cheltenham, who sits seventh bottom. 
and they drew with AFC Wimbledon, who sit fourth bottom. Yeah, they did. They they did another coupon for me. I think I'd take them to draw with Doncaster because I thought, yeah. oh, they're they're shit, but they're surely not that shit. Nope, they wear that shit and losing to but Doncaster. They lost to Doncaster at home. Yeah, you know, Doncaster. This is bottom of the Doncaster in front of forty two thousand people at the stadium alive. Sunderland have also signed Jermaine Defoe, and he decided to leave him on the bench for seventy eight minutes. He hasn't started since he come back. I don't know he's getting old, but. Surely that's a goal scorer. Um, you know, Sunderland's home record is, is is hit and miss. They've done very well at home. That's why they sit third. They've beaten Sheffield Wednesday and Portsmouth, but then they've lost to Doncaster, Oldham and Mansfield. You know, Oldham are the worst team in League Two, you know, and, and Mansfield are, are a middle-table League Two side in the pizza trophy. It, it, it's just a weird one. Um, you know, last five games, MK Dons have picked up 11 points. They've only scored five goals, but they've only conceded one in those five games. Um, they've played three away games in that time, and they've won one nil each time. So if they score, they tend to hold on and keep keep results, which is a weird one because they've scored 52 goals this season. So they're, they're, yeah. they're free scoring, but they've kind of changed their ways a little bit. And I can imagine if MK Don score the first goal, the crowd's really going to get on the back of the players at Sunderland. And it just could be very toxic. I don't think... I think Alex Neal was a rushed appointment because they couldn't get what they wanted. They've got a very young chairman. I think he's like 25. And he, you know, he, he wanted Roy Keane and it hasn't happened. And I, I fancy if MK Dons get the first goal, they can hold on. And I think three to one's a massive price for a team in third playing fourth. I think that the price is based on the name Sunderland. Yeah. You know, being a big club in that league. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm backing MK Dons uh, three to one. Nice. And Jody's bold enough to try and uh, combine the outsiders as a treble. We almost did it last week. Gods of 30.05 to 1. So over 30 to 1. Um, I'll be taking it as a Trixie, so that I only need to get mine and yours in, Connor. <laughs> I'll just sit and see that game, that fucking Italian game, not be a draw and be like, great. Yeah. But at least it'll return it. me. It'll return me some <laughs> cash. <laughs> They're the main picks from the show. Now on to our most successful section, certainly for the last couple of weeks, getting two charity bets in in a row. Let's try and make it three in a row. So my pick for the charity treble this weekend is on Sunday, and the Danish Superliga is back. It's back up and running after a break since November. That is a sizable break. So Sunday, 3 p.m., Norgeland versus Bronby. Uh, kind of a derby. Norgeland's on the suburbs of Copenhagen and, and Bronby playing Copenhagen. Um, Bronby occupy third spot in the table with 30 points from 17 games, whilst Norgeland are back in 10th on 16 points from a similar 17 games. It's only a 12-team league, so 10th is not good. 10th is, 10th is bad. Um, I know form isn't the best indicator following a 10-week hiatus, but coming into this, Bronby were a perfect five wins out of five for the last five league matches, and North Zealand only had two points from their previous five games. It's the head-to-head record here really favours Bronby. The last four matches between the sides at Farham Park um, in Norseland have been Bronby wins, so they've just won the last four times they went there. You need to go back nine occurrences of this fixture all the way back to July 2017 for the last time North Zealand recorded a home win against Bronby. Um, the game since have been five Bromby wins and three draws. So five to four for a Bromby win. I'll have that all day. Give me better than even money in that spot. I'll have it all day. I mean, this this easily could have been my value pick. Um, they're interchangeable. Um, Uruguay okay. and Bromby. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I like this one a lot. You know, you, you've had 40 leagues to pick from, right? And he's picked two games, right? Where one is the opening game of the season. And one is a game after return of a three-month hiatus. Yeah, ten week, <laughs> ten week. I mean, yeah, he's he's got. You know, I know I what I know though, and I know Japan, and I know Denmark. Like they're they are they are they are my favourite footballing leagues, um, the Danish leagues and the Japanese leagues. So part of this is I'm just excited they're back, and I can use some of the knowledge I've built up over the last decade of watching these two obscure football leagues. <laughs> uh, on to other football leagues that. Patrons will have heard of because I cocked up slightly earlier on when we were in our, our full recording and, and did my charity over the outsider. However, oh. um, my charity pick for this week is Hamilton versus Morton. And I fancy draw or Morton in this fixture. 
Morton have done fantastic of recent, uh, having Dougie Emery come in, uh, taking 13 points from the last five games, scoring 12, conceding three. Um, whereas Hamilton, uh, or Hamilton, you know, they've taken four points from the last five. They've dropped to get those four points. They have got four draws, which is just the most Hamilton thing you can you could possibly do. Um, I mean, Hamilton they've been more- against decent teams though. Uh, they drew with our broth. That's hard. They drew with Wraith. They drew with Air in there. But Mort- Morton beat Inverness away. Uh, yeah. Morton drew with Wraith, you know, so they've got the capacity to do this. Um, you know, Morton drew with Motherwell in the cup and then lost an extra time. So, they've, they, you know, since they've came in, they've been pretty good and, and Morton beat Air 2-0 away from home. Um, Dougie Emery, you know, long-time Hamilton player and uh, long-time Morton player as well. He also featured in a game in 2014 between the two that was 10-2. Uh, to Hamilton. I was just about to say, yeah. And if you were going to talk about form and head and head to head records, I was going to go. Hamilton once beat Morton ten two. Yes, but the two Morton <laughs> yeah, goals were time ago. No, the ten two Morton school goals were scored by Dougie Emery. Now he's the manager. <laughs> so like, um, yeah. So I mean, last three games, uh, they've played twice. They were both in the same league last year, and it was a one all draw and a one 0 away win for Morton here. I quite like Morton. Uh, away from home, I'll probably take them as a single at twelve to five. I think that's quite a nice price. But at eight to eleven, I think that's a really good spot for the charity to be in there. Uh, and you know, if it's a draw, it's a draw. Fine. If it's an away win, fine. Hamilton. So I have re- yeah, I have reservations about this pick, and the only reason for it is because I'm a Dundee United fan, and we always used to struggle going to Hamilton. We couldn't play on their crappy plastic pitch, and and we used to we used to go there. And our players used to get injured and we just used to be bad. We just couldn't adapt it and we were rotten. It, it doesn't look like other teams necessarily have the same problem that we did. But just in the back of my mind, I used to always hate going to Hamilton because I knew there'd be a good chance we would we would draw or lose. Yeah. Um, but, I, but, I, but I like this pick based on form, based on everything you've just said. Um, I'm, I'm certainly not going to go against it. Yeah. Uh, so, Connor, what are you rounding out the charity treble with this week? I'd just like to apologise in advance because. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Cause You're not taking Morsberg like, kickers, uh, are you? No, no. <laughs> I like this. I like this pick six hours ago, and now I hate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the last game on the charity treble as well. I mean, uh, I mean you can't. You can change it. Yeah, you can. I, you I've, got, I've got. I've got nothing. To, I've got nothing on the fly. So I'm hoping, as a very good Christian, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, that like luck might see me through. Uh, I, I'm in Portugal for the traditional kickoff time of about ten to midnight. No, yeah. it's quarter. It, <laughs> it's quarter to nine on Saturday evening, uh, UK time, uh, and I'm back in the home side, Gamiresh, uh, at home to Akura uh, at four to five. And I really like this pick when I saw it to start with. It's 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 sixth place, uh, Gamiresh versus second bottom Akura. And then I looked into it a bit more, <laughs> and. Uh, Gamiris are a bit dodgy. I mean, the last five home games, they've won four and drawn one. They've also beaten Braga. And they're beating teams they should beat. And then I look at the, the form table the last ten, and it's a bit like, well, this is kind of like a mid-table battle. Um, Akura have only won one of the last ten away games, and that was against Estoril, who they got promoted with last year. Um, so, you know, they should really beat them. Um, They've both lost to Belenese, who are bottom of the league, <laughs> which is why I really hate this pick now. Because Gomez lost last pick. week to Belenese. I don't, I don't oh, think it's, I don't think it's a bad. I mean, I look at that game that they played against Estoril. They won by scoring an 89th and 90 plus seven goals. It's not as if yeah. they're doing that. Plus, like they, they have won their last five at home, like beating Braga, beating Estoril, beating Tendela, and beating Moriensi. So, I don't, what what has changed? Did you did you did you get some ins- insider info from? The Aruka camp? Have they spiked the Gamarish uh, hotel rooms or something? What, what's going on here? You know when you just feel those chakras uh, and you just yeah. feel like something's going <laughs> to... Re- you know, I, I could have picked from any league. I, I really looked at this game and thought, do you know what, that looks, that looks really good. There's another home game. And then I saw they lost to Belenese, who have only got 12 points all season. And then I was like, oh. you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, you know, luck's on my side. They might win this night. Two or three nil. I mean, the away side. Akura have only scored less than one goal a game all season. You know, so I don't fancy them to win. But I'm hoping that Gamiresh turn it on a little bit. And they're, 
you know, there's six points off European qualification and behind Gil Vicente and yeah, let, let, let's just hope. But, you know, I like it a little bit more now that Gordo has a little bit of faith in it. But I mean, I can I can only take what I've garnered from my uh, five years managing Gil Vicente, but uh, <laughs> this is all in FIFA. Uh, but you know, I I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a relatively good pick in there. I Andy, what do you think? You look you look slightly vexed by this whole situation. I'll care about this game when the first two legs come in. <laughs> we get those first two legs in, then I might be like, "Here, Connor, this is dodgy." By the way, <laughs> but until then, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna trust you. The Portuguese league isn't a league I normally bet on. It's it's not what I bet on personally. I only ever, I'll ever do so when someone from the podcast. Uh, yeah, someone from the podcast brings it up. I think actually the last time I went to this league, I backed Fermilico away at Gamirash at fours. So I'm not, yeah, okay. I'm not really sure now. Um, well, I'm, you I'm said it with such confidence. confidence. Yeah. You said it with such confidence. confidence. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure all the listeners will be running to back. Yeah, they'll, ma- they'll make a call themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's the charity treble then. Um and you combine those those three picks together, you get five point six nine to one. So and, and mine's four point zero of them. <laughs> no, so not bad at all. And hopefully we go three out of three, and um, we can send some more money to charity this month. Um, that was the podcast for this week. We do have a Facebook group, uh, Search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Um, click the join button um, and come and be part of the community. Michael Stokes has been on fire with his rugby picks again. I really like seeing them because uh, rugby union is a game I know very little about. I just do. I just do what he says when he, yeah, <laughs> when he posts same. something in the Facebook group, and then yeah. it more than likely wins. So I, I've just got into the habit of, of trusting. The, yeah, who was the lad that did the? Um, uh, I saw he had over ten shots for Wolves at Tottenham. Oh, was, was, uh, that was Michael. That was Michael again. Was Michael as well. Yeah, yeah. That was... it's not just not just rugby. That man. Um, but yeah, I think it's a it's a great pick uh, from him in there. And there was a couple other people who've been posting in the Facebook group. There was a um, yeah, there's been a lot of good chat this week, especially on the Super Bowl. There's about 700 comments on that. Uh, most of them are Andy annotating a national anthem, uh, which is <laughs> it's an interesting format for uh, for, for creating engagement. Uh, I just love that bit. I can't I can't wait for Eurovision either. Like these are these are my two novelty things that I do in the year. Like Cheltenham, I get is the best betting week of the year. Like I take it off work, I go down to the festival, and I'm if I'm not at it, I'll, I'll watch everything uh, religiously. I have notebooks full of stuff. I just love it, but it's a different experience for Eurovision. It's almost as much fun because you're gambling on nonsense. <laughs> So we'll do a show around Eurovision this year, but we will be doing a big Cheltenham show. Um, and we'll do we'll preview each day the day before. Um, so yeah, look look out for that. That'll be the festival starting Tuesday. We'll do Monday night. You'll probably get our, our Tuesday picks, and then the night before each each following day, and we'll run through absolutely every single race. That'll be for Patreon members only. Uh, so if you if you fancy getting involved, now's the time. Um, sign up to Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash trample bet or search for us in the Patreon app um, come, come and join the club be there for March um, for the Cheltenham Festival and then you know if it's not your thing you can you, you can unsubscribe very easily <laughs> but we do appreciate every single Patreon member uh, I was just going to say uh, get a new patron uh, quite, a, quite a few new patrons of recent uh, so hello to uh, Fernand, Fernando Lopez uh, who, who's joined as well um, uh, yeah, he just, that's a very good name for a patron. I feel, I feel we don't have uh, enough patrons that I think well, he could play for Villarreal or perhaps, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, and Cal, uh, also Callum Hodger, uh, who was in the group who had posted a lot of really good stuff uh, last week. Yeah, I was on Callum's his, always good. Uh, Lazio Bologna tip last week. So, uh, yeah, hello to him. And, uh, yeah, be careful, mate. You might end up here. That's it. Uh, you keep posting good stuff. That's what happens. <laughs> Look at Connor posted a couple of good picks. Now he's doing a weekly. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave up. I gave up my betfair job for this. I yeah. turned down the contract, and I'm here <laughs> on the independent podcast. I love it. The one that doesn't pick sides. We're we're on the side of the punter. Connor, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, we'll hear from you next week at the beginning of the show, and then we will more than likely have a different guest on 
um, for next yeah. for next week's Every- picks. Everyone just keeps bottling it at the moment, so I'm kind of like on reserve. So I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah I'll Go ahead. We've, we've always got Connor on retainer. It's a wonderful <laughs> spot to be in. That was the podcast, folks. Thanks very much for listening. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.